0: The following podcast contains explicit language. All right. Thank you for joining us again for another awesome episode of the Diesel Performance Podcast. I'm Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. We're excited to be here today. Uh, We have a real treat for all of our Power Stroke fans. If you got an oval on the front? Finally, right? Um, If you got an oval on the front of the truck, you're going to really be into this. This is just going to be about Power Stroke
1: turbos. Yeah, pretty exciting. We're here with Art Martinez of PSP Diesel. And Art, introduce yourself. Tell us about you. Tell us how you got the name PSP and what you do.
2: Well, guys, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, my team and myself, thank you guys. We're super excited. Uh, I'm a diehard Power Stroke fan, and we, uh, we love the six liter. So I'm open to any, any bashing.
0: Okay. Oh, both of our yeah. faces just puckered up like we ate a lemon. What? You said you love the <laughs> 6.0?
2: We do, we do. And you don't mean a 6.0 uh, gasser. The 6.0 liter is an underrated motor. Uh, it's really, really, really fun to drive, and uh, we love them.
1: It keeps your shop busy, right? They whistle. Uh,
2: yes, it does. They <laughs> <laughs> no whistle.
0: Okay, Art, uh, tell us a little bit about your experience in the industry. I mean, you, you like 6.0s. There must be a reason for it. But uh, tell me, how much experience do you have working on them, uh, being around them?
2: I'm um, currently about a 15-year vet. I was always been with Ford, um, kind of new to Texas. I've been here in Texas for about 12 years. Um, back in California is where I started. Not too many diesels um, in California, a lot of Mustang, a lot of drag racing. We moved to, to Houston, and it basically opened up my eyes. Uh, everywhere we look, you know, we're just surrounded by Power Strokes, Cummings, and Duramax. So that's kind of where our, my career led off, uh, I was with Ford. For about 15 years, like I said earlier, before I decided to kind of take, uh, take a leap, take a jump into um, into a small business. So I joined up with my partner, Richard Alvarado, uh, and we've been doing this since about 2007. Uh, it's been quite, quite a struggle as a small business owner. We've uh, been challenged with different obstacles, but we're here. We love it. I love what I do. Um, I've got a passion for it. And it's um, basically it. We're living a dream, I guess, every day every day <laughs> grind, you know? Well,
3: the Diesel Performance Podcast will return in just a moment, but first we want to talk about our sponsor, Calibrated Power Solutions of Marengo, Illinois. Calibrated Power Solutions is the home of DuramaxTuner.com and developers of performance engine and transmission calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including, of course, the Duramax, Cummins, John Deere, Jeep, TDI, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920.
0: I love it. I love it. I left work so I could keep working harder for generally a lower hourly pay. It, but hopefully it pays out the, in the I long mean, run, you just right? You explained
2: it. <laughs> you know, my wife tells me, she's like, you're... You're a business owner. Like, take a day off. I was like, really? That doesn't exist. You know, <laughs> I'm surprised I'm not working Sundays, you know, but uh, you know, the what 24-7. What we, we show up to work, uh, 12, 14-hour shifts, and we'll get up and do it all over again.
0: I love it. I love it. Hey, that's what it takes to launch a small business, you know, and I think that's important for our listeners out there. Um, A lot of guys get into this because it's a hobby and they have a lot of fun with it, and they kind of wonder, could I do this full time? And I think you're living proof that you absolutely can if you're willing to to really put the blood, sweat, and tears into it.
2: Yeah, i tell you what, if I had the the option of starting and, you know, somebody told me, would you do it again? I would say not. (laughs) You know, I was perfectly fine where I was at as a shop foreman. Pointing fingers. Um, <laughs> good salary, you know, 8 to 5. And I was home with my family and kids.
0: Sure, sure.
2: But at the end of the day, you know, we're here for the bigger picture. Um, and uh, I love what I do. I can't. I kind of have it no other way. I dig it.
1: I dig it. The rumor is you had a pretty awesome shop truck. Um, tell us about your shop truck.
2: Well, the shop truck, uh, Snowballs is what we call it. It's an ongoing project. Uh kind of started off... Um, it's an F-250, 2006, single cab, long bed. Um, it's currently in the fab shop right now. We're shortening the frame. We're putting a road cage and basically setting setting it up for street street drag.
1: Nice. I do a lot um, of street racing too, uh, drag racing. That's a lot of fun.
2: And we're, we've been working with uh, Moroso. Doug Vine's been awesome. We've got some special projects uh, going on with him. You know, it's a, it's a hot ticket, hot item. We've been getting a lot of calls, a lot of sales. Uh, we've basically developed uh, an oil pan, a 25 quart oil pan, and this dest- indestructible uh, aluminum coolant reservoir really? uh, for the six liter Power Stroke. But I'm getting off topic, so I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no problem. Uh, this is a, It's going to be a six liter. It's going to have uh, twin parallels, S300s. Uh, and I'm hoping I'm hoping to impress some people.
0: You know I think parallel. it'll be a really
2: really good truck to drive uh on the drag uh I've told people about about the project and they tell me, "Are you fucking crazy like did you just finish saying six liter yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's right um I wouldn't do it with the six four uh doing it with the six four or six seven is way too easy uh <laughs> so I think we we picked a good one uh the six liter power stroke delay production even worse uh but we're gonna make we're gonna make it good yeah I think people will enjoy it.
1: You know we'll touch on that topic i talk about the late you know production six liters when we get to the six os definitely that's something to talk about well well hold on i got I got a few questions here. I caught twin parallel s three hundreds
2: right
0: I, I we're talking like s 366s one on each bank
2: right. So
0: so, did you did you... you run a girdle around the entire engine to keep the heads on it? What like how's that going to hold? No, Chief? it's got.
2: I mean, it's built. It's got gorilla rods. It's got ARP hardware bows, cufflings, bow tie, everything on it. You know, from top to bottom. Hopefully, we can keep it together. If we don't, you know what? I'll probably I'll probably do it again <laughs> until we get it right. Wow. Um, but it's going to be um. Uh, what I'm kind of thinking about doing is they're going to be custom manifolds, so if you can kind of just keep it together, keep up. We're going to reverse the manifolds instead of going through the back, have um, the up pipes in the back. We're going to reverse them and have the exhaust manifolds going through the front. Uh, We're going to mount the S300s kind of right and left in front of each cylinder head and then run it through the intercooler, come up on top kind of like an LS.
1: Wow. And you said, now, that thing will hold 6.25 gallons of oil.
2: 25 quarts.
0: Yeah. Wow. That, that's a lot of oil.
2: It's uh, it's a pretty cool design. Uh, we're not we're not going to run a cooler. We're going to block it off. Uh, the pan has uh, a modified uh, pickup. It's got trap doors where the pickup sits for launching, boost launches, make sure we don't dry feed the motor. It's got cooling tubes, one-inch cooling tubes on each side. It's got cooling fins, um, so it's Pretty stout. We've got a couple, couple oil pans out in the street right now, and I can tell you on a hot last summer when we uh, tried them out on my tried it out on my partner's truck, he's got a heavily modified six liter pushing about 650 daily driver. On uh, hot days, his deltas were basically even. There was maybe a wide open throttle, we saw a climb of about seven or eight. Degrees between the ECT and the EOT. Right. But for the most part, uh, I think it was a good design. We've had a lot of traffic. Uh, Doug over at Morosa was having a really hard time trying to keep up.
0: <laughs> That's a good thing, man. That's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So, so Art, our power stroke specialist. Um, <laughs> I got a 7.3. Everybody knows I got a 7.3. What year? It's a 95, old body style. Love All to right. hate it. I absolutely. Come on. Absolutely gutless. Um, it's an extended cab long bed on 33s with a gear jammer. So thank God my trip to work is only three minutes, because otherwise I probably wouldn't have any eardrums left from the damn drone out of a five-inch exhaust. It is it is stock. Uh, I think I got a TS chip on it. I actually bought it from one of the mechanics here after I sold my Duramax, and I just need a, a little winter beater. So works out great for that. I mean, it is old trusty-rusty, you know, it, it fires up every day. Even when everybody else's, you know, LMLs and LMMs are out there frozen up and gelled up and glow plugs dying in Danny's LBZ right, right. and, you know, all my all my Duramax favorites, uh, I still get to work every day. So I, I do love that factor of it, but it's just got no balls.
2: Well, you've got a whopping, you said it's a gear jammer, huh, 275? You got it. So you've probably got a chip, you've got a colder intake exhaust. Yep. You're probably pushing maybe maybe a close 300, maybe about 20, 25 pounds of boost on a good day?
0: Um, Yeah, probably closer to like 18 to 20 pounds of boost. But yeah, I, I'm sure I'm right there. I have not actually put it on the rollers, which is interesting. Maybe we'll dyno it after this podcast and see how close you come in your estimate here. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So so tell me, I want, to, I want to upgrade. I'm going to throw a clutch in it. I'm going to put something that I can daily drive a street turbo on it, is what I would call it, right? I don't want to get into right, messing right. with my fuel system. I don't want to get into messing with high pressure pumps. What do you got for me? What should I do?
2: Well, we're, we're talking direct bolt on. Basically, your turbo took a dump and you're looking for a good replacer, something you can basically just grab a six pack and do it on your driveway or in your garage. I would honestly go with the Dominator, Dominator 66. You've got the option of a 1.0 AR. Or even a one point fifteen AR. That puppy there is good for about four hundred horses. Really? Oh yeah. Now, you're. I probably wouldn't stress it. You know, without obviously we know the problem uh, with the rods. You more than likely got the good rods, but I wouldn't go over four hundred horses.
0: Okay. Okay. Good recommendation you know, for if, all of our if, listeners if, out there.
2: If uh, you're looking for something something a little bit more on the technical side, you know, you can, we can probably look into putting a hypermax in there okay you know it's still a direct bolt on a little bit more power flows more uh but like i said anything anything with 7.3 in it i think 400 450 probably be pushing without taking the motor out and redoing some of the internals wow uh as far as towing you know egt's response i think either or would probably be a very good option
1: okay so as far as uh you know, getting into the later 7.3s, is there anything uh, that you really like to do to those? I know they're pretty slow. They last a long time. But do you get a lot of guys coming in saying, I want to hopped up 7.3, 99 to 03 and a half?
2: We can probably keep it on the same recipe. Uh, the Hypermax, the D66, uh, if you want to get a, we want to get a little bit more aggressive, we can probably put a, uh, a Garrett Paramax or even uh, something a little bit more than that, but we're going to have to do some work with the injectors. I mean, we're talking about 600, 650 horsepower range. The GT45R uh, is a really good turbo, but we're going to have to put a set of sticks in there and probably play with the high-pressure pump. Oh, gotcha.
0: Okay. So what if, I'm, what if I'm just going all out with it? What if I, I got a motor <laughs> bill. I, I got all of the injectors in the world. Money doesn't mean a thing to me. Uh, what turbo should I be considering if I want to get the most I can out of my seven three?
2: You want to blow your truck up, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're. Pr- I'm probably going to recommend a set of compounds S400s. You know, we're talking seven horse seven seven hundred horsepower. You know, but we're going to have to do some intensive work to the injectors, and uh, like I said, run a modified pump on there. And I think at 700 horses on a 7.3, that's pretty impressive. Very impressive. I
0: mean, are we talking an S480 over like an S467? Yeah. I think that's right. the smallest S400 frame they make for, for those, right? 66, right. 66, 67. Okay. How's it drive? I mean, have you been in something like that? Have you gotten to rip around in a rig similar to that?
2: Okay. <laughs> no, it is. It's scary. Scary. Uh, number one, it's an old truck. Or they're old trucks. Right. Uh, depending if you've got the spring the the coil spring front end or leaf least spring front end, uh, it's pretty scary. You know, on the gear jammer situation, you're gonna need about three, four extra gears, but
0: <laughs> I will tell you I ran uh I ran on the tollway with the truck for the first time this past weekend, uh, screaming twenty six hundred RPM to do seventy miles an hour. Oh, I believe it. Oh my god, it's just four ten gears and it's just awful. It's just awful. But that's all right. I get to drive cool drive cool trucks other times. Um <laughs> Okay, Danny, you've you've got some six O love. We all know I hate them. I've I made no secret of that. Did you drive a
2: six
1: a, a six liter, Danny? No, but I, I have love for them. There, um, I always tell people there's no room in my driveway for a Ford, but I have hey. I have appreciation for them. I really do. I used to sell them, and I have uh, kept a lot of customers happy with them, and I've also made a lot of customers angry with them. Right. And the thing is. You know, a lot of guys uh, they start doing things and they start really getting into things, and before you know it, they're they got a full blown deal going. And yeah,
0: yeah. I of, went in for an EGR delete, <laughs> and I came out owing somebody ten grand. I, I've I've heard well, the, the sob stories, you know, or I, I did a set of injectors three months ago, and here I am doing another set.
2: Oh. I'm not trying to defend the cause. <laughs> no, that's why we're talking.
1: We want to hear from you.
2: You know, but honestly, what I see is these trucks. And mainly because the six liter, I mean, Ford sold so many of them, they end up in the wrong hands of technicians, mechanics who don't know what they're doing. And by the time they end up at a reputable shop, the customer basically just wants to throw up in front of you. Right. And and that's that's the honest truth. Do they have issues? Absolutely. You know, I think the engine, the early six liter, the early six liter was rushed into production. The uh, missions and all that stuff, you know, but once you uh, take care of the uh, EGR and you do the reroute, right? Um, it uh, It opens up a whole a whole different motor, you know, there's plenty of updates I I like I tell my customers that it's kind of it's kind of turned into the six the the five-liter Mustang Right, you know, there's so many combinations. They're so fun to play with they the ride the look Uh, Everything about them is awesome.
0: Except the reliability factor.
2: Thank you for throwing that in there. (laughs) I kid.
0: I kid because I love, right? Um, Right. Okay. So if I got a six liter, Art, what's your first recommendation for my street, kind of street badass upgrade? What should I do?
2: Honestly, for a six liter, early or late, uh, the PowerMax. PowerMax is very, very common. Um, There's a lot of guys out there doing some really moving some. horsepower pretty impressive numbers they sound good uh the paramax is a hot ticket you know and it's good for about 500 horses
1: so as far as the six so what do you recommend as far as tuners
2: we're heavy on sct you know sct i think they've got they've got the mapping down um obviously h&s uh there's their stuff is still around uh we're still playing with it but every day everyday use um S.E.T. is the way to go. Uh, Gearhead has developed some awesome tuning. I think they've they've got the uh, six liter six four market down. Uh, great group of guys. Um and we love them you know
0: i have heard good things about gearhead before so that doesn't surprise me to hear that from somebody who's really passionate and in the industry uh if i'm doing a six liter and i got my sct programmer from gearhead and i put a power max on it and i maybe threw some injectors at it and i believe i have to do a high pressure pump to get to 600 don't i right okay so now now i'm getting ready to blow up my motor this is always my favorite question i want to go balls (laughs) out i don't want to do twins Okay, so I want I want a big, badass single. I know in the Duramax world, to those guys, I would usually suggest, like, a, an S475 single or a Stell 67.7, something that's going to make seven or 800 horsepower by itself. It's probably going to drive like dog shit because big chargers like that <laughs> usually have a lot of lag to them. Um, there's, like, I, I love that you had mentioned before, you know, we can get into a tighter exhaust housing. That'll help right. improve spool up. So I, I love knowing that that's true. I, I mean, that is true no matter what, really, diesel turbos we're talking about, right? So, But, but if I want to go badass and I want to go balls out, what ideas do you have for me?
2: Well, I can tell you a perfect scenario we do have in the shop right now, and this is, this is a daily driver. You mentioned, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, S400? Yeah. Okay, well, we don't even got to go that big. We've got a truck, a 6-liter, a 2007 6-liter Power Stroke. It's got a S369 on the SX line. Okay. And it's got a 190cc injector, 75% over. And this thing is 630 horses. No shit. Daily driver.
1: And you said it's an 07. Yep. So I want to thaw out a myth. 07 six liters are indeed different than 03.5 to 06, correct? Correct. And can you tell us, the listeners here, why they are different. What makes them different?
2: Well, there's actually three generations, three generations of six-liter power strokes. We've got the true 03, has the early style, solid rail, steel-braided, uh, steel-braided high-pressure lines inside the valve cover, and it's got the early style high-pressure pump, early style turbo. That is a true 03 six-liter power stroke. And then you've got the adopted six-liter power stroke is what i call it. You know, this is a this is the engine that was basically just kind of left out and it's got a combination of both or of both engines kind of put together. The mid gen will have a solid small rail, closed rail, steel braided rear standpipe. It has a late style high pressure pump and a late style turbocharger.
0: What's the difference in the turbochargers? Did they go non-variable vane to variable vane, or did they get larger or smaller?
2: No, they're both, they're both variable. Okay. Um, one of them tends to whistle more than the other.
0: <sighs> Fucking six-liter guys in their whistle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and on the, on the technician end of it, the, uh, the mounting is different. Okay. You know, uh, but for the most part, they do the same same application and we got the third gen is just an 06 07 you know that is a true uh, there's some emission stuff that's that's, that's kind of different you know the early stuff has a round egr cooler the late stuff has a square egr cooler um you know some of the other components are are different but it's kind of not worth talking about right now
0: right should well- we avoid a, a, a specific model of 6 yeah, O's. I mean, I would recommend guys. to avoid 6 O's altogether. But
2: if if somebody wanted
1: a six, zero is there
0: <laughs> one Not if you
2: can buy one cheap enough, right. yeah, to yeah. make money on. Um, it. a ta- lot of guys
1: like to avoid O three and a half and O fours. Do you see that down where you're at?
2: Yeah, uh, mainly because we've got the high pressure leagues. You know, there's a there's a big, there's a big controversy on what pump, um, what high pressure pump is better. You know, but mainly. Um, it's a 6 liter the first gen second gen the first generation is more of a sealed system there's less exposure to to flaws and high pressure leaks cranks no starts you know crank no start when hot um, the uh, branch tube in the back of the engine is solid it's bolted down to the top of the pump to the top of the high pressure pump on the on the uh, third gen of uh, or second generation of 6 liter power strokes there was various updates there is tremendous amount of uh, leak points within the dummy pipes rear stem pipes the injectors the uh, high-pressure fitting the high-pressure pump So a lot of people prefer the early uh, early six liters uh, the Suspension is a bit different from the early to late, but for the most part. Uh, we're talking engine. I truly do believe that the late style six-liter engine is the better some people might contradict some people might not like my opinion, but but fuck I've had them. three of them in the past, and I've had <laughs> nothing but really good luck with them.
0: That's awesome. I love to hear it. You know, you know, and
2: that's really my honest opinion. People are going to just probably call or you know message you guys or you know so, contradicting me. But
0: go ahead and read off your home address so we can tell them where to send the hate mail <laughs> and your home phone number. I
2: will not tell you that.
1: <laughs> so you know you got. September 15th of 03, you got the 6-0, it was introduced. Then 07 got introduced with some emissions equipment. And now you move to 08, you kind of switch it up. You get to a high-pressure, almost a CP3 pump. Um right. What is it, k K15 pump? Right. And twin turbos, you know, you got a pretty solid truck, but this motor has a bad rap. Um, I call them 100,000-mile the bungee cord motors. I, I've seen them <laughs> at 100,000 miles have catastrophic failure. Are you seeing this?
2: Can okay. I guess we can recap after, but I got something good kind of leading towards your catastrophic failure. <laughs> I think I think uh anybody who drives a Ford diesel uh is basically just used to the old 7.3 whether it's uh old body style or the late 7.3. Those engines basically would run on nothing. You know, uh, I used to work with guys that used to run a 50-50 mix of diesel and use automatic transmission fluid. <laughs> okay? And I'm not lying. They did, it, they did the same thing with the 6-liter power stroke. We don't I recommend did, that, by the way, to our listeners. For we do
1: not recommend that, just so they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> So they and, know.
2: But they ran. They ran and showed minimal injector issues. So now we've got, we've got a, a bigger motor, the 6.4 we've got more injection pressure we've got basically dual of everything when it comes to the emissions we've got particulate filters we've got a new engine a 6.4 and people are so used to the 6 liter and the 7.3 and they're not keeping up with fuel filters you know they think because they drive a diesel they can do oil changes every seven or eight ten thousand miles and now they're rerouting Emission components, right? And they they're hopping up, you know. And they're putting in there an H three hundred tune, and they're racing a Mustang from stop to stop. I
0: I don't hear the problem.
2: Well, <laughs> the engine blows. <laughs> you know, the engine blows, and it always it was it's always number eight number eight piston number eight cylinder that has a hairline crack from three o'clock to nine o'clock position you know It's rare i'm not even talking to somebody who who works on and, and rebuilds motors the bottom ends don't pop up the bottom ends don't come out it's always piston issues it's pressure it's temperature so is it a rep i mean i guess the question is are they easy to get horsepower absolutely you can do an emissions reroute you can drop a tune and you've got 600 horses on a stock turbo
1: so what's this big deal why are these guys going from a twin turbo application from the factory to a large single? What, what's the thing? This does baffle me too, Art. i got to tell
0: you, everybody else in the industry is adopting the idea that compound twins are better than singles. And in the aftermarket world, everything I deal with is selling guys to get into a twin kit. And here there are the Power Stroke Jamokes, and they're pulling twins off to put a single on. Why on earth right. are they doing it?
2: Power. Flow. EGTs. Restriction. You know, and yeah. Hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. So so I want to get this clear. I recommend on common rail diesel motors to put a twin turbo on because if you run a small high-pressure turbo in the valley, or as your primary charger, and then you run a big atmospheric charger, you'll right. have better EGT control, higher peak power, and an all-around improved drivability. You'll have less lag and make more right. power. Are, are you saying 6.4 guys want all of that they want high egt's they want a lot of lag and they want to make the same peak power i, I guess i just i don't get it the
2: question is the defa community and i don't support it okay is they want to blow smoke
1: oh those guys those guys those guys
2: yes and that's what it is these guys and i don't support it i'm sorry you know, oh. uh, why? Because black smoke is basically lost power. It's money out of your pocket. God, you're preaching here. I love it. Oh, you're right. You're totally right. You know? we go for that and too. that's, that's we... the number I see it all the time. Guys come in here and they want to throw a big old, um, S four sixty seven on a, on a six, four. And it's just like, why? Well, I want to, I want to roll coal. I was like, listen, man, why don't you sit down? Let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a glass you know? of water. Uh, can you produce power? Yeah. But it's going to take you a while to get there. You're going to have massive turbo lag.
0: It just it just blows my mind. I mean, I, I'm reminded of my friends in North Carolina who informed me about a Wally mod. Oh, you're going do to you,
1: talk. You want to you? <laughs> <laughs> do
0: you do you know the Wally mod down there in Texas?
1: No,
2: no, go oh, ahead. Okay, so the Wally
0: Mods, when somebody wants a lot of smoke and they don't have any money, they go get a Walmart bag and wrap it around the <laughs>
1: intake. <laughs> <laughs> the Wally Mod, I think uh, I've heard it all. <laughs> okay,
0: so if I got a 6.4 and I I want to get everything I can out of it, i got to assume with twins, and I don't know 6.4s at all. I'm totally ignorant to the platform. I've never built one. I don't have any friends who have built one. I know nothing about them. Um, Am I like most diesels? Do I have more fuel than air? I got to imagine with twins from the factory, I have more air than fuel, right? Right. Okay, so I need, I should be considering, if I want to do this the right way, if you were going to give your recommendation, would you recommend I go after more fuel or would I change up my turbo system to get more out of my truck? Like, which one would make more sense?
2: I would probably, you're going to run out of rail pressure. That's a given. Okay. You know, so I would probably start off, I mean, I would probably recommend pull the motor out and let's build it from the ground up before we even talk about a large turbo or bigger injectors. Wow, you know, is it is it? It's not a weak motor by all means. It's really not. Uh, But if we're talking, you know, putting putting a fifty nine seventy one millimeter sixty three seventy six on a compound setup, or if we're trying to go big like on an S four hundred platform, we're gonna have to invest the money into the bottom end. I mean, we're talking fuel delivery,
0: fifteen grand in a. A built motor five grand in a fuel system.
2: I just finished, and this is probably the next topic. I finished a fifty five thousand dollar build on a six seven power stroke, and I think I kind of ran short, but that's what he ended up paying me. Wow, you know because he came in on a fuel contamination same rule applies whether it's a six four or six seven you know these guys come in here on a bad. They fill up with the bad fuel, whether it's after rainfall, water, or the high-pressure pump basically just grenades, and we've got metal contamination throughout the, the fuel system. Well, you're going to take it to a Ford store or any reputable mechanic, and they're going to try to overhaul it for about $8,000, $10,000. Jesus. So I got the call. The truck was towed in, and he told me what he wanted. And I told him the only way I would take this job is if we pull the motor out and we build it from the bottom up. We're talking billets, everything forged pistons. And he did. He approved the repair, and we went in it with CP, CP stuff, uh, polydyne, all the bearings, coated pistons, Hamilton Stage 2, valve springs, push rods, uh, dual fuelers, 30% over injectors, S-467, single turbo from Maryland, exhaust manifold, ARP hardware, dual lift pumps, uh, amazing truck. Really, really fun to, uh, to drive.
0: Okay. So, so that was a 6.7s or single turbo from the factory, correct? Right. Okay.
2: But it's a, twin. It's a single, kind of acts like a twin. They revolutionized
0: how I feel turbos should be well, made. They, I have gotten right. a chance to see them in person. They call it a twin scroll turbo. Right. So, so talk a little bit power. about that, Art. Yeah. yeah tell tell they, me how the twin scroll works and why it's better than previous single turbos.
1: I mean, really? What do you get? The RPM? You get a good power at low and high RPM, right?
2: Basically, you know, it was mounted in the valley, reducing turbo lag. Your exhaust manifolds are are right there, minimizing turbo lag. High RPM. Uh, it's basically acting like a like a compound setup.
0: So, what it does, for, from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, Exhaust is diverted between one of the scrolls, and the scrolls is basically a turbine. It's right. a different wheel depending on what RPM and fuel range you're, you're in. Correct. Okay. So then the compressor wheel, it's the same compressor wheel? So it's a single compressor wheel and two turbines, basically? Right. Do I
1: have this down? Right. The, the ports and the turbo are a little different than your traditional turbo, correct? Correct. Okay. Okay, so
0: how do you feel like if I wanted to do so? It's it's fifty grand if I want to do a, a balls out six seven. That's pretty normal, to be honest with you. I talked with one of the guys over at a Hyper Max. I ran into him at pool league last week. I was asking. They build a lot of seven threes there. Uh, I asked him, you know, hey, if I want to do a seven hundred horsepower or a thousand horsepower seven three, what am I looking at? Said so it's about fifty grand. Uh, if you right. were to go to our sponsor, calibrated power, I've quoted a few for them. Um, the, you're going to be somewhere in that fifty thousand dollar range if you want a balls out thousand horsepower, eight hundred horsepower build. I would say even if you want like a balls out 2.5 five build, you're probably going to be somewhere in that thirty five to fifty five thousand dollar range. Uh, so, so I think cost is pretty similar. We just did Cummins episode with Chris Emke. He was saying about the same. If you're building a balls out Cummins, maybe a little bit less. They're a little bit cheaper to get some power out of.
2: Most of the money, most of the money spent. Uh, trying to reinforce that bottom end to withstand some of that pressure and i mean obviously you're you're uh, altering a motor that wasn't designed for that kind of horsepower right
0: right. i hear you there okay so what kind of recommendations do you have for maybe a single charger upgrade on a six seven if i don't want to go balls out if i don't got 50k uh to throw at a the $40,000 truck, right? Let's say right. I just, I got a 6.7. Right. I got a little bit of money. I want to go and I want to hit the strip and I want to race Danny's LBZ. And Danny's got a built trans, regular cab, LBZ, stock turbo, badass tuning. That's, a, that's about it, right? Pump? Yeah. Pump? He's He's got a CP mod, uh, yeah. 85% or something, CP3 pump and yep. a small set of sticks. Do I got your build down, Danny?
1: Yeah, you've been uh, listening to me on the phone, haven't you? (laughs) Yeah, I have. Danny
0: repeats that build list about 400 times a day. Um, Okay, so tell me, if I want to beat his truck, what's your truck? What does it run? What were you last time you had it at the track? High 12s, very high 12s. High 12s. That means 1299? 540 at the rear wheel. Yep. Stock turbo. So what do I need to do with my 6.7 to beat Danny's truck? Regular cab will say they're the same weight for sake of argument.
2: So you walked into my shop because the turbo, your stock turbo basically grenaded. Sure. Yeah. And I'm looking for, you know, for a budget build, something that's going to basically spank them. Yeah. Uh, Maryland Performance, their budget their budget kit for the 6.7 power stroke, it comes in an option of an S363 or a 366. You know, horsepower, I think about 600. Tuning, probably about 650. I think it'll be a good race.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hell, yeah. Hell so a lot, yeah. a lot of guys, you know, have turbo issues with the 11s. You see a lot of the 11s and right. 12s. Right, and in that's shop. what we
2: see a lot of that.
1: Like oil problems.
2: And basically, this kid is a non—it's a non-VGT. Obviously, tuning special tuning is required. But I've been in them. They spool. You know, we're talking 40, 45 psi, quick.
0: Wow, that's pretty impressive. To be honest yeah. with you. I mean, I've always said that I love Ford interiors, and I love oh, yeah. a ride in a Ford. I mean, there's, they, yeah. they really are top-notch in those departments. It's nice to know that somebody's out there building some power with them. I just can't go
1: to one because I will never hear the end of it.
0: That is true. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've been so
1: Duramax, Duramax, Duramax. I get a Ford <laughs> or a Cummins, and holy cow, I'm never going to hear that. I'll, my phone's going to just ring with people. Hate mail. Hate mail.
2: <laughs> Most important, I mean, I, t- I tell my customers, you know, whether we're doing a turbo upgrade or um, fuel injectors or exhaust, we want to just go ahead and plan, plan for the future. You don't want to fall short, you know, and you don't want, you don't obviously want to overkill, putting a big, big turbo, you know, thinking, you know, bigger is better. whatnot's that's not usually the case. You know, we got to be moderate about the situation and, and kind of put it on paper and then and, and talk it through. I love it.
0: I think that's great advice. Art, I definitely appreciate you joining us today and taking the time out to talk to our listeners about turbo upgrades for Power Strokes. Yeah,
1: and can you tell everybody how to get a hold of you? Sure. Tell us your Facebook, your Twitter, your Snapchat, all your social media,
2: oh, we've, everything. We've got, a web, we've got the website, pspdiesel.com. It's got links to Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you can follow us. My, my, my uh, I check my messenger on Facebook, you know, every five ten minutes, I'm all about helping anybody out. You've got questions, you've got concerns, you know, if you want me to pick you up from the bar, if you're local, give me a call, I'll have a beer with you. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> What a good guy,
0: I yeah, like it, now you're talking. Don't worry, I'm going to be down in Texas <laughs> here soon, so uh, we'll be following up with you when and I'm at the farm show. Exactly where are you in Texas?
2: Believe it or not, we're in South Houston. South Houston? You know, there is a city in South Houston. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's fairly small, it's mainly industrial, a lot of commercial. We love it. Uh, it's kind of rough at night, but for the most part, we're, we're known around the area. Um, the community loves us. It's a it's just a bunch of business people, you know, and uh, we're we're well known here, here in the Houston area.
0: I dig it, man. Well, yeah. I think all of our listeners across the country and even into Canada and some of the other uh, countries out there that have been listening in are going to be really excited to hear what you had to share with us today. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and I also enjoy listening to you. You seem like a... Uh Any question we ask you, you knew right away. Yeah, very impressive. anybody that needs anything on the Power Stroke side, don't hesitate to call Art and pick his brain. He checks his messenger every two minutes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to add one more thing if we've got time. Please. For all you Power Stroke guys out there, 7.3, 6.0 liter, and 6.4, stay on top of your maintenance. Lifters is what's killing the engines. The needle bearings are falling off. Oil pan end up in the low-pressure pump, and you wish you thought you had a motor <laughs>
3: I'm all,
1: I'm all choked on my air here. <laughs> I, I,
0: I think that matches up real well with what we've heard from our other, our other power stroke specialist, Tim Slater. And even when we talked to the yeah. boys over at amalgamated about uh, fuel additives, maintenance is key. And, and I mean, absolutely right. key when it comes to these power strokes. So I hear you it there. really
2: is. And for all you six liter guys out there who are pitch, who are revving your motors more than four hundred four thousand 4,000 RPM, <laughs> um, Keep your lookout for the low pressure pump because it will grenade. So we're <laughs> we're currently working on a design. Uh, that's that's a new hot one out there. You know, it's probably, it probably hasn't really hit the forums yet, but just just keep it low, keep it below four thousand.
0: Good advice. Good advice. Well, Art, thank you one last time for joining us today. I really appreciate it. This has been Paul Wilson with the Diesel Performance Podcast, and I'm Danny Voss. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for having me.
3: The Diesel Performance Podcast is brought to you by Calibrated Power Solutions, home of DuramaxTuner.com, developer of performance engine and transmission calibrations for a wide variety of lake model diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, John Deere, Jeep, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920.